Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We begin with what might be the end, and the end of a career, we don't know. We're hopeful it's not, but some some bad news for the Rays, obviously. Kevin Kiermeyer, of course, their longtime center fielder, platinum gold glove winner, is out for the season. He's going to require hip surgery. And Mike Zanino, also out for the season. He has to have, uh, I guess, uh, thoracic surgery, I believe, um, on, on on his shoulder and whatnot. So... Um, let's start with Kiermaier. I mean, obviously, this has been a season, uh, and Derek Sharp joins us again tonight, of injury for the Rays. I mean, when we look back, no matter what they do, whether they uh, make a run in the playoffs uh, as a wild card team, uh, we'll be talking about what they overcame in terms of injuries because that's what this season now is. But, Derek, I would be hard-pressed to come up with, I don't know, maybe five or six other players in Ray's history that Mm. have made a greater impact or might be certainly maybe even fewer than that, that were more popular than Kevin Kiermaier. Well, popular, there's no question about that. Secondly, he was so popular. I think you just awarded something that actually doesn't exist. The platinum gold award. Is that what you said? The platinum (laughs) gold glove? I thought it was a gold. I thought it was a (laughs) platinum. I started to say gold glove and I go platinum glove, but Eh, gold glove, you got medals and metal glove, and whatever that thing is. Yeah, no. As far as popularity, man, oh man, you no doubt about it. And 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 a guy who still now, of course, is the face of the franchise. And yes, I'm not in some grand rush to start the topic off, but I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be the next question that someone asks. And that is, you yeah. know, who, who becomes the face of your franchise, but yeah. uh, it, it is, it's in some ways fitting and also sad at the same time that, you know, he's going to end being hurt because I, I hate to label anyone that way. I think people unfairly get, you know, criticized for being injury prone sometimes, but for him, yeah. it's, it's the same injury. It's not some new thing. I mean, he's, He's hurt himself sometimes doing some crazy stuff in the outfield, but admirable stuff. But this hip is something that I don't know if you've ever had hip issues. Mm. I, I, I can only admire him for trying to, to gut it out. But let's face it, the older you get, the, the less likely you are to be able to bear through the pain for that long. And I guess he came to an end on that. Yeah, just the the wear and tear. I guess it's a, he's going to have a labrum surgery, and there's been other athletes that have come back from it. But um, you know, at his age, was he like 33, 34 years old? I think at this point, I could be giving him a few years. I probably should have looked that up before I just blindly gave him birthdays. Um, but uh, the point of the matter is, and you hit it on the head. I mean, really, thirty-two, not bad. Thirty-two. I was close. Yep. Neighborhood, neighborhood. Yep. Um, a lot of his injuries throughout the years have, have been just that, you know, it's every day I'm hustling, hustling. Well, he hustles himself right into the wall. He hustles himself onto the turf, you know, trying to make diving catches and such. He more often than, than not has hurt himself sliding into base bases. I mean, 
you know, whether it's head first into uh, into first base or feet first into first base or head first into the other bags, um, that that has also taken him out for a number of games. But it's undeniable, you know, what he has meant, um, both as, as as a you know plus plus defender. I mean, really, arguably the best center fielder in baseball, sort of during his prime, anyway, if not throughout his entire career. There wasn't many peers. I mean, you t- you're talking about guys like Mike Trout and such. Um, so he could absolutely, you know, it was back in the day when the Rays had very few bats, and and I guess you could argue they don't have many right now. But, <laughs> what day are you talking uh, about? Yeah. Way back when? <laughs> no, that's Monday through Sunday, Derek. <laughs> okay, I was actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just just talking about the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this particular week is a good one to talk about. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Um, but. Uh, but you know, it used to, they used to talk about, it's about one run prevention, not run accumulation. Right. And so <laughs> nice he was, he was the ultimate run prevention guy. Um, <laughs> you know, you look at his, his career, you know, things like war, which I, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I, I don't even know what that stat really means. Oh, um, don't even get are, me going on Babbitt. <laughs> <laughs> but all the analytics will tell you what a great player he was. If you couldn't see it with your own eyes. Um, and more than that, speaking of eyes, how could we be without those greeny, you know, uh, just huge wells of, of green eyes that uh, you don't want to gaze into very long, <laughs> lest you be hypnotized by them? It's I was always wondering, why, why, why was he not a pitcher? I mean, think about <laughs> no, right? how many opposing hitters <laughs> would have no shot. None. It's, it's well, so I, true. He's, I know he's 60 I, feet, six inches away, but look at those But things. still, but still, yeah. exactly. No, um, the, the thing you say about being one of the best uh, defensive players in the game when he's healthy, it was funny because I love Joe Madden, and the first time, Kiermaier, his first series, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't anything at this time. I think they were playing in Arlington, and he made a great play, and he said, He's he's the best defensive center fielder in Major League Baseball. I'm like, slow down, Joe. Yeah, easy, Joe. How many yeah. glasses of wine did you have after tonight's victory? <laughs> and I'll be darned if you know within right. a month or so, it was proven to be exactly true. So yeah. uh, that that's obviously going to be the part that's so difficult to replace. And I, I, let me be specific. I'm talking about the defense, not the eyes. Yeah. But but as the far as too. I mean, listen. I, I, you know me from working with me. I am anti um, cliche. I'm also anti going with like the staples of sports talk radio. Nice. But but if you had to come up with a Mount Rushmore, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Never mind. I'm not doing it. Oh come on. Anyway, you'd have to at least. I mean, that obviously the man's already got a chiseled face. Yeah. So, you know, you, in all seriousness, he is as far as popularity goes. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to change. And now it's just going to be weird to make the realization. We're already talking about him like he's out of here, by the way. Right. There is this a is, chance. That's right. No, we've pretty much had his career obituary right here, ladies and gentlemen. $13 million to bring him back for next year or $2.5 million to buy him out. So guess yeah. which direction they're probably heading after another. You know, I look, I just didn't want to be too wrong on calling him too injury prone, but, you know, back at his career numbers and, you know, games played, uh, he had the one full season, one in 2015, yeah, his right. first full season, then it was 105 games, 98 games, 88 games, 129, 49, that was the shortened year. 
and then stuck on 63 and then <laughs> slid over to another category of numbers, the old batting average category. And once in the last five years, was he above 228? Mm. So I, I don't think he's coming back. Now, obviously, he meant a lot more to the team than that, a lot more to the team than that, but not $13 million worth. And after a hip injury that, you know, requires surgery, in my opinion. It's remarkable. I mean, uh, I agree with you. I, I don't think they're going to pay that salary now if they're able to negotiate something, you know, upwards of $2 million and way downwards of thirteen for him to be part of of this club and finish his career here potentially, maybe. I mean, his story in and of itself, I mean, just the fact that, you know, he was a guy that, you know, I think he won a high school state championship, as I recall, in Indiana, and then he played for a junior college team, and he was like an All-American, and he was going to go, this, as I saw, you know, inside the Rays, that you see all these replays on, on Kevin Kiermaier and stuff, that he was going to go and play football, I want to say, at Purdue, and didn't qualify um, in terms academically. And he wound up uh, getting drafted way late. Um, so late I can't even find the round right now. But it was the 31st, 30, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. in that vicinity. It was in the 30s, yeah. yeah. Um, and here's here's an interesting, you know, fun fact about Kevin Kiermaier as we write his obituary as his career, <laughs> um, is that, do you know he made his debut? The famous game 163 of the regular season in 2013, that crazy wildcard tiebreaker game. Hmm. Or a wild card tiebreaker game. I don't know it was a crazy one, but it was it, yeah. So he actually made his debut uh, in, uh, of a in a regular season of a game that was extra, not even uh, not even it. But no, Kevin. You know the the great. You know as for what we do as sports writers and things. You know there are certain players um, that you can count on for perspective and win or lose. And let's face it, they lost their share too. Um, you know certain guys were going to were going to stand there and be accountable and he would hold other guys accountable and mostly himself uh, always but it's just you know he was a leader in that sense as his career you know rolled on and he became sort of the you know the old man of the group I mean, he's 32 years old he's not an old man by any stretch but in baseball terms um with so many different teammates he was he was that venerable veteran you know that was always standing there in a corner and he, and he had this I mean, I got to give it to him. Like he, he, you never saw him. Like he was excited on the field, but like he, he sort of had this, this way about this whisper speak about him that I always enjoyed. That's true. (laughs) You know, it was always, I, I just went up and I run, I hustled as hard as I could, and I, I saw the ball, and then I, I leaped up, and I thought I had it, and I came down with it, and. You know, plays like that, I don't even know how I make them. I just, just track it down. You know, and he could give you a half hour of that, and it, but it would get compelling. You know, the more compelling, he, you know, the longer he talked, the more compelling it would be. Well, again, past tense. I keep saying he could, or he did, right? Or you know, he's still with us. Um, you know, Kevin Kiermaier is going to undergo hip surgery. He's not undergoing anything else. But um, but no, it is you know for for Rays fans and for the Rays themselves, you you know you have to ask that question and make that assumption that, you know, with the arbitration or the, or not the arbitration, but kind of salary he has remaining, um, that's not guaranteed. Yeah. The buyout seems a, a much palatable option for them at this stage with, uh, with the players that they have. And Zanino, unfortunately, you know, they, uh, he had a magical year, uh, in terms of hitting home runs a year ago at like what 30 bombs. And he was never going to be much more than a 200 hitter. Nobody cared where you really miss him though, on this team as as inept as he could be at times on offense but the long ball is what you wanted 
he he you realize now with what they got behind the plate what a great catcher he was to be able to handle the stuff and the, the amount of different pitchers that come out of that bullpen not just any given game but all during the year um zanino was really really good at at handling pitchers at calling games at blocking pitches um throwing guys out he was a very and is a very good major league catcher uh so you hope he makes it back and arm included in all of that but um, I think their catching has 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 been one of their issues. I mean, I've seen, you know, way too many balls that go as wild pitches that have gotten through um, that that might have been stopped, you know, by Zanino. Um, and they've struggled. They've struggled defensively in that area, and they certainly miss his power. So just two big, big storylines, right, of the season that you have really, you know, two of your, of your veteran players that are just unable to stay healthy and both end up uh, on the I.L. for the season. And, you know, Zanino, I got to give him all the credit in the world when, when they signed him. I mean, I knew who he was. I knew he was a Gator sure. in Seattle and had an okay bat. But honestly, I just did not see him being a long-term sort of guy here with the Rays. And uh, yeah. he ends up staying here for a handful of seasons, and, and they're going to miss him. And then just to go back real quick, I yeah. don't know if people um, really take into account what you said like they should about, you know, players being there, win or lose. because oh, huge. There's just, and we're obviously not going to name names, but no. there are some guys who, you know, if they have a bad game, they're going to hightail it mm. out of there. And, and you're not surprised when they do. It's like, that, well, that's so-and-so for you. And, and so to have someone that is going to be there in bad times, and you just think about that, not just in post-game locker rooms and sporting events, but at any time in life, someone that's going to actually man up when they make a mistake or when things aren't going well, and can still be accountable. I mean, that that speaks to what kind of human being he is. So uh, again, that's a presence thing. That's not just related to the media. That's a presence thing that they're going to miss as well. Yeah, no, he was that. And, uh, and I I talked to him this year, he was in a horrific slump. uh, And he talked about how, you know, well, you know, I just got to stick with the process and, you know, just try to have better at that. And he came out of it like that game and, and went on for about, for about three weeks, he carried this team. He was hitting home runs. He was doing all kinds of stuff that weren't wasn't very Kiermaier like, and hit hit for a big average. And um, I think even at one point they were batting him clean up. So uh, he was seeing the ball really well. But it just you could see he tried to play with that thing, and it, 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 it I think it, it obviously he couldn't go any further. But it it also affected him not just in the field but at the plate too. I mean, um, I can't imagine you know the discomfort you're in if you're if you're an outfitter trying to do that. So good luck to Kevin Kiermaier. The surgery we hope will be a success. Same with Mike Zanino. And, um, you know, we'll see what the future lies, where, where the future lies with them in the race. But, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. I mean, unfortunately in, in professional sports, um, and, and sometimes in life, um, <laughs> you know, uh, they, you don't have to know when it's time to leave the game. The game tells you when it's time to leave. Like it just, you know, unless you're Tom Brady, you can't play forever. And, um, you know, things, things eventually catch, catch up to you, but he played a lot of, a lot of baseball and he played a certain way. And, you know, that's, that's certainly, um, you know, contributed to, to all the games that he missed and whatnot. So unfortunate, but we'll see what his future is. Uh, before we, uh, move on, I just want to remind people that, uh, I get to go walk on the sun, uh, training camp, the first, uh, practice on Wednesday players report today, as a matter of fact, and that means that we'll be out on uh, the fields at, you know, the Advent Healthcare Center 
and we'll realize how hot it is and then we'll come back to our air conditioning and then we'll get the bill. And then the bill is going crazy because it's getting hotter and the air is running longer and longer. Well, we got a solution for you. May Electric Solar. They're a family owned and operated business. They've been installing solar electric systems for 12 years. And in a field, there's all these fly-by-night companies that pop up all the time, but this one's committed to you for the long term. May Electric Solar guarantees their workmanship with a 30-year labor and service warranty. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That right there is the May difference. So if you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all of its products. They conduct on-site testing. You can see what they're going to install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors, so you know exactly who is doing the job. So start saving today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862 to schedule a free estimate. Uh, and you also can lower your electric bill all year long and preserve your quality of life. And more importantly, preserve your appliances as well. That's May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. All right. Also significant today because it is when the veterans uh, report to the Advent Healthcare Center. There are some over there already. In fact, some of the, the quarterbacks I saw, I think I saw were Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask have been doing some things. Obviously, the rookies came in on Saturday. So they've been working. And then the first workout is tomorrow uh, around 8 a.m. These workouts, by the way, um, at their facility are closed to the general public. You'll see cars out there. They're by invitation only. It's basically hmm. limited to season pass holders. They have some special days for suite holders. They have a military military appreciation day. So there's a calendar of, uh, of practices uh, and events that, uh, you know, seats a, a limited number of people. But unfortunately, it's not like the old days at University of Tampa where anyone can wander in or over in Orlando at the uh, Wide World of Sports in Disney, which was just a hoot when we used to be over there. <laughs> oh, man. I, I enjoyed the hell out of that, to be honest. That was, uh, that, was, uh, that was a drive, and I'm so glad that our radio station allowed us to stay over there because right? I did not need to make, be making that every day. Well, uh, that, was, that was beautiful is that they, they put us up. Like the first year we were over there, they got us a condo. Mm -hmm. and so like four people stayed in it the first night and the second night there's two and then like the rest of the training camp nobody wanted to stay there i'm like why are we renting this house for four grand which was a <laughs> lot of money back then and then i finally i did the best thing i could do i talked uh our then sports editor and i said look i go if you take the money if you take this forty two hundred dollars or whatever for the month and we were way out in kissimmee somewhere and yep. i said and you divide oh. this up by the number of people i said no one's really staying here except me so okay even if a photographer comes a couple of times a columnist a couple of times they're all wanting to go back and forth because it's an, basically an hour from Disney, right? So, um, so no one was really staying. I go, but I, I need to stay because I'm, I'm there at, you know, every day. And um, how about, how about the Marriott by SeaWorld? It's only a hundred and at that time thirty dollars a night. Yeah, Times this many nights, I can save you a couple grand, dude. I, I hooked it up. Got the points, got the room service. It was great. <laughs> it was one of the, seriously, it worked for everybody and they saved a little bit of money on top of it. But yeah, that, that, the training camp in Orlando, it, it was, I think it was hotter than Tampa because there was no sea breeze because there's no sea over there. Correct. And, and, and you had the two a days back then. And that was when they would start at eight and then the old, you know, Milkhouse gang, we called it, would come out for special teams at 3 30. <laughs> and the greatest thing about it was, remember the press box was like in the, 
baseball stadiums. Baseball stadium, yeah. And they would have AAU tournaments, and I'm a big right. baseball geek anyway. So the greatest thing is you could sit up there between practices and write your story and watch like, oh, my God, he just had a walk-off. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> it, it was very interesting. Before we get back to the Bucks. you're right. There was all this other stuff going on. Yeah. There was the basketball tournament going on. And yeah. there's this there's this guy, and it looks like, you know, what, obviously one of the kids' dads. And I'm like, man, that guy looks familiar. That looks like Bruce Hornsby. And it was. And it was. <laughs> and you know what is? This kid had some range. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was fun to watch. No, but uh, yeah, you're right. There, there's not quite as much seating capacity. I don't mind the idea, the notion. To, I think it's important that we're letting people know that you have to be a season pass member for that first practice. So do not show up on yeah, Wednesday, like just, you say. I'm walking in and be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's unfortunate, but it is, I'm, I'm there for the little guy, but they just don't have the capacity, but, um, but they are, they're streaming it too. I think they're putting it up on, on Buccaneers.com. So you can actually watch it live on their, or maybe on their YouTube channel, either one. Right, right. So I, I, I like that feature too. And, and frankly, it's, you can watch it in the air conditioning. I would, I would go okay. that route and I would go that route. And I'm sure you would, if you could, Good. Well, and I'll be back and forth in the air conditioning because I can't take the heat the way I used to. But, um, yeah, I think the, you know, the biggest thing, like somebody asked me, like, well, okay, what's the thing you're looking for? To my, I, you know, at this time of year, you're just trying to see when you show up on the first day who's who's healthy. You know, that that's the biggest thing is, like, you got a 90-man roster, but how many of them are, are ready to start practice? And I, I, I don't think it's going to be a surprise. In fact, it's almost, a, a, you know, a given that, you know, Chris Godwin, who had ACL and MCL surgery on January 3rd, which was not that long ago. He got hurt wow. on December 20th. I don't expect him to be cleared for the first practice. Like, yeah, man, go out there and run around. Now, they're in shorts and, and T-shirts. I think they have to be for, like, the first three or four practices where they can put them in pads anyway. Um, but even th- even then, I don't, I don't think he's quite ready to, uh, uh, you know, to, to start doing football activities. I mean – the, the goal for him is obviously September 11th. And I saw, you know, the report by Schefter, you know, that they're very hopeful. I think it's wishful um, that, you know, he's going to be able to go by then. Um, but there's no sense in, in pushing him out there early. And in fact, I, I also don't think he's going to be in any of the preseason games. There's only three of them. Um, there's no real rush for him to, to necessarily play in a game. Uh, so he would, he would, I would expect to start on PUP at some point. He can join the team, um, you know, during practice. And then, uh, the other one I, I'm curious about and, and kind of thinking the same route might be Levante David, who, you mm-hmm. know, had a foot injury, Liz Frank injury, and, and tried to play with it in the playoffs. And he said he was about 60%, and it showed. Um, and I think that, you know, same reason, right? Uh, the guy has played so long. He's such an integral part of your of your team and your defense. What does it mean for him to be out there running around in July or even, you know, the first week or two of August? And for that matter, playing in games. you got to get all these guys ready for September 11th. Everything they do now right. in terms of, you know, who's practicing, who's not, who's going to, you know, how many reps this guy gets or who's starting at this this rep or that rep, all of that is, is, is you know, now building towards one thing, and that's the Cowboys. You know, you know tryouts will continue, and they got to cut the roster from 90 to 53 at some point. But by and large, everything they do now is focused on just – you know, preparing to beat the Dallas Cowboys. And, um, you know, for that reason, you, you want to get as many guys healthy for that Sunday, for that very game. And, and the pro- that process has already begun. And, 
it'll continue throughout training camp and they'll monitor those guys. And there'll be more. I think there'll be more players that aren't ready. A um, lot of storylines, and we'll talk about this maybe later in the week, uh, maybe tomorrow even, uh, myself or with, with Joey Knight, just all the storylines going into camp. None bigger, obviously, than than Tom Brady coming back after that 40-day retirement, if you will, and Todd Bowles now being the head coach um, after a retirement by Bruce Arians. And, you know, it's a coach-quarterback league, and, and obviously those two are the – you know, going to have the biggest say about the success of this team. And, and we'll, we'll be looking for the differences in practice and, you know, sort of the way um, things are run and the attention to detail and all those things that eventually add up in the regular season. But it all starts with them reporting tomorrow. And then, and then the first practice is, is going to be on Wednesday. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. USF, meanwhile, they they practice their first practice is August second, and you had an opportunity. It was picture day. I yeah. got a look on on Twitter at the uniform, the new uniforms for the uniforms for this season. I guess clean. I would say more old school. I liked them. They look great. Yeah, and the the material is, and I got to I got a good close feel of these. Uh, is is much much more comfortable apparently for the players. Not that they were disparaging anything in the past, but. Yeah. Oh man, I had actually got the very fancy description as Jeremy Lees, who is their longtime equipment manager. Is like, there's got to be a fancy name for this material. Here's the text: A1 Prime Knit. That is the <laughs> the Adidas. That's what they've been trying to get apparently, and now they got it. And also, I noticed that uh, that looks like they're not uh, they're not focusing on gold anymore, which is a color that some of the other teams wear, like I know the baseball likes to wear their Sunday golds, et cetera, but UCF does feature gold quite often. So I think they want to stick with the green and the white when it comes to the football team. Of course, baseball, you have, you know, 60 games football. There's only 11, Uh, but I had a chance and, you know, just a small plug for my uh, show and the channel on Tuesday morning. Any, anytime you want to jump on, the iHeart channel, it's Bulls Unlimited, so just type USF and it'll it'll come up. Hopefully it's the yep. first thing. It should be. And uh, the show Bulls Beat streams every half hour from 9 to noon every morning, and you are going to hear all the quarterbacks. Uh, had a chance to talk to, of course, Timmy McLean, Gary Bohannon, and Trey Marsh. Those are your top three on the roster, and it, it, was, it was pretty interesting. You could tell those guys you know, truly do uh, work together, truly do like each other. But, you know, you, you, you can maybe hear it in the answers, but I could see it in their eyes, especially in Timmy McLean. Uh, they welcome the competition, but they want to win the competition. Yeah. So uh, oh, yeah. it was, it was kind of awesome to be able to – and listen, this, this Bohannon kid, you can just tell he's a very positive force. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not like this – you can – when you actually meet somebody face-to-face – you could get the body language thing and you could tell what kind of individual they are. He, you could just see is already very respected and he is not 
strutting around like some guy that's you know i yeah, i've, I've, I've done been something yeah. yeah been to the big 12 championship and you guys you know two wins or whatever you know that, that's not how he is and so that was good and, th and then down the road we'll have i talked to about uh 20 guys today so obviously we're not going to have those all in one show but might as well start off with the quarterbacks tomorrow and then spread them around but i just want everybody to remember the name it's a pretty easy one to remember the transfer receiver from Clemson. His name is Ajo Ajo. It's A-J-O-U. Yeah. And he's got a, a, an incredible story, background story, and you, we talk about it. But his demeanor, his presence, his voice. I mean, I had him do some of the, the liners, what we call, you know, promotional yeah. li lines for the channel. Wait until you hear those. But he is magnetic. He's hilarious. He's humongous and is a big talent so one of the things that everybody the right running backs and the receivers for the most part who i spoke to today which is basically all of them uh kept harping on was how fast this team is and how their new offensive coordinator travis trickett wants to speed up the pace and how having not only at the at the skill positions but actually finally some depth on the offensive line as well is really going to behoove them so uh quarterback whoever it is and whoever gets picked in a couple of weeks as the starters is going to have a lot of weapons. So it was, it was pretty fun to do that. And then tomorrow we'll talk to the defense and you'll hear those interviews. But yeah, quarterback, if you want to hear all three guys, just check out USF Bulls Unlimited sometime on Tuesday morning. So Timmy McLean's not just going to roll over and hand his job away? <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you, Fired I'm telling up, you, I, 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 I could see it in his eyes and hear it in his tone. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't angry or anything like that. It no. was, it was firm. It was firm. Yeah. I <laughs> so. mean, look, he's been a year, right? I mean, he, he poured a lot of sweat and blood. Not, not, not that, uh, not that there isn't talent at that position that he's going to have to compete against, but um, I'm sure he feels like I'm, I'm going to build on what I did last year and they're going to have to come win this job. That's good for him. Listen, you know, the cream rises and all the cliches that you love punching your ticket and all that. But uh, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, um, it's all about competition and, 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 and it's going to make them all better. And, and, you know, things happen throughout the year where you're probably going to play more than one quarterback anyway, you know? Oh yeah. They'll, they'll have packages for all the guys. It's not just going to be one guy and that's it. I mean, right. whoever, whoever is the starter, it would only make sense for the, the, the backup as it were to, to not just, have a clipboard because it's going to be a talented backup it's it's a situation they haven't had in a while to be honest with you whoever right. that number two guy is going to be will have to be somebody you want to use in some way shape or form so that yeah. that's that's all positive right there and that's college football um and, and and you know what's funny we uh so you were on yesterday and uh i'm sure you probably noticed we got a lot of comments of people like yes they're talking USF football. This is awesome. <laughs> so, you know, we that tells me two things. One, you're great at it, and two, we don't do enough of it. So, um, we're gonna. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll be the one that needles you every now and then. But if you guys want it, you know, actually twenty four seven, that's the the channel USF Bulls Unlimited. And of course, the reason why you're getting a little bit more of it is these next two weeks is because I'm filling in for the great Steve Versnick. Yep who's still sort of uh, lingering around. He's finally actually going to go on vacation on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I want you guys to know how hard he works. He deserves a vacation. I know where this is headed. But let me tell you, my man, everyone that, I don't know if you guys talk about this much on the podcast, but, you know, the, the, the videos from the booth with uh, Michigan and Espo. 
Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of responsible for the camera there and making sure everything gets turned around so that, you know, these great videos that accompany the actual highlight footage of the lightning scoring a goal uh, look so good on the lightning's social media. And, you know, to do stuff like this, uh, to put together not just some sort of video production, but obviously the radio production requires so much technical savvy and skill and equipment that I don't have any of. Well, I have some of the equipment, but not, not like Steve Erstick does. Like, he's got everything you need. So much so that this is incredible intel. Uh, last week, I was meeting with Steve at Amelie Arena to, you know, get some equipment that I need for my USF stuff. And he's like, hey, you're going to... You going to be here for a little bit? You in a hurry? I'm like, uh-oh, where's this going? You need me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. All right. Uh, can you help me uh, break down the <laughs> the radio booth? I'm like, what? The radio booth that hasn't been occupied for a month? Man, folks, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll I'll put out a, a photo on Twitter that like goes with the tweets for the show today. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you will get a new appreciation for how much equipment goes on. I... The wiring, I mean, your your head would just absolutely spin off your body if you saw this. And and trying to figure it all out, I'm glad that's his job. But what was kind of on a semi-appalling tip was how many wires there were. And I'm not talking about plugged into stuff. Just on the floor, in the booth. It had not been touched since game six. I guess it was like, we lost, let's get out of here. Uh, so, so if, if you maybe are a male listener and maybe your, your wife or your spouse gives you, uh, issues for maybe not tidying things up, I'll wait until you see this picture. You'll feel a lot better. But the point is, Hey, my man knows what he's doing. He just needs to, you know, clean it up a next time. A little bit messy, a little messy, <laughs> a little bit of a mess there to pack it. Because you, you went a little Keith Jackson. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, oh my God. Bit, oh my. There, there were actually, my job was to untangle the wires, and that uh, took a good 45 minutes. So, yeah. But uh, we, 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 in all seriousness, Steve does incredible work for the Lightning Channel, for the USF Channel. Yeah. He essentially, I, I, I put stuff together to go on the air he actually makes sure he is on the he air, is on the air right, right. <laughs> and all the back end stuff that people don't appreciate so i, I the point uh, the long story short of that is he definitely deserves a couple weeks off and i'm glad oh, to fill yeah. it. no and, and the thing is is that he's got uh 600 jobs yeah i think the, i think the last count was 600 uh, <laughs> he literally produces every sports uh entity in tampa bay at one time or another and then yeah raise too course yeah and then the last three years of stanley cup runs while fun for i guess you know the lightning fans and and i include my daughters in that and and steve and people in the organization yeah all those 2 a.m podcasts not fun (laughs) not fun waiting up till 2 a.m until steve got home from uh producing all those shows so uh yeah it was uh it, it it when hockey season ends it's not just the players that are exhausted, I assure you. But, um, but he does a great job, and and, he, and like I said, he works all the time, which is just amazing that, uh, that he's able to put that together. You work all the time, and we're happy that you're producing this show for us. We're going to have um, a lot more, obviously, the rest of the week. The Bucks' first practice is on Wednesday, so I'll be at One Buck Place. So will Joey Knight. We might preview um, that in uh, some of the storylines throughout training camp that we will be watching from day one on forward. 
uh, and we'll probably do that on tomorrow's podcast. We always have our uh, mailbag throughout the week. We'll be doing that later as well with Derek. And so you can begin to submit those questions anytime, really. You don't have to wait for a mailbag show, but you can do that by hitting us up on Twitter at SportsDayTV. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. So, yeah, lots, lots coming up, man. It's, uh, it's football. Football is here. I'm, I'm a little, I, I just, I get the shakes, Derek. I can't tell you. I know <laughs> what the next 11 and a half months will be, especially with TB12, but it, it, this could be it. This could, you know, we thought, you know, we, we thought we had his career obituary. Um, they were running highlight packages on him. 40 days went by and then all of a sudden the, you know, uh, proverbial, lid of the coffin flew off and then he was back you know it's like wait a minute wait wait, what just happened um and makes and so, it even better and yeah, more makes, exciting for when yeah, he actually does retire it's crazy. yeah it's like you know he's back like he never went so they're gonna be uh, they're a big story and there's nothing better if you're a fan of a team than for your team to be relevant and they're oh so relevant they did the uh, i saw where the athletic was uh they talked to like 50 gms or whatever and they rate these quarterbacks through tiers tier one two three and um, Brady came in third overall, which is a, a kind of what you might expect. And, and, you know, he's behind only Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And this is not a lifetime achievement award because those two guys have combined for two Super Bowl wins <laughs> and he has seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to think that he is still, you know, uh, thought of and, and held with such reverence throughout the league um, that, you know, some 50 front office guys would – would rate him uh, just below those two guys, and it was wasn't uh, uh, was close. Um, tells you just you know what what a uh, uh, what a rare talent he is, especially he turned forty five next Wednesday. Incredible! Wow! 45. I can almost remember when I turned forty five. <laughs> it's been you know, and and I can't imagine doing what he's doing now, which is just incredible. So, lots to talk about this week. We'll continue on with that. Uh, just a reminder, um, if you are looking for solutions to lower your costs, lower your electric bill, uh, we've got a way for you to do that. Call our friends at May Electric Solar. Uh, they've been in business for 12 years in this area. They're not one of those fly-by-night companies. They give you 30-year labor and service warranties plus $750 worth of surge protection for your appliances. They can get the job done. You can start saving money today call the solar energy experts at may electric solar at 727-819-2862 schedule a free estimate you lower your electric bill all year long you preserve your quality of life and preserve your appliances that's may electric solar at 727-819-2862 for Derek sharp i'm rick stroud of the tampa times have a great day everybody Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 